Well, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Monday, August 24th, 2020. This program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health, and when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is raw materials. When you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. They can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And the DIY stands for Do It Yourself. Yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the product lines we talk about are there. The Longevity Nutritional Supplements, the CTFO CBD Oils, the Stem Enhanced Ultra by Cerule, the uh, X39 Patch by LifeWave, the Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit that you can find under the Circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab, and last but not least, the coffee I drink, Gano XL Classic. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Everything has a money-back guarantee. All sales uh, or all purchases help support the show. And if uh, you have any questions, you can contact me by hitting the Contact Me button and send an email or call and leave a message. We'll get back with you as quick as we can, usually within a few hours. And then from that point on, we'll do everything we can to get you on the right track and get all your questions answered and whatever we can do to help you. So keep uh, keep. Keep checking it out. There's always new things. And also, uh, by the way, the uh, Longevity is waiving the 1995 preferred customer sign-up fee uh, for the month of August. So uh, when you become a preferred customer, normally there's a 1995 fee, kind of like a Sam's Club or Costco membership. It gives you uh, the ability to get wholesale pricing. And uh, if you... Uh, purchase $100 worth of products in the next 12 months, then next month, next year, the fee is waived, which is kind of cool. That's something they don't do at Costco and Sam's Club. And uh, for the month of August, they are waiving that fee. So you can sign up at no cost, and then you can uh, uh, buy products at wholesale and have all kinds of fun with it. And I think my wife must just be coming home from her trip because the dogs are now up and running around the house, <laughs> which they usually do when that happens. Anyway, um, just uh, have fun looking at the website. Uh, have you know, just cruise around, do whatever you got to do, and then uh, when you get time, go to the radio shows tab, and you'll be able to uh, try to think what you'll be able to do. Oh yeah, at the top of the page is the uh, uh, link for our archive page set up through Castbox.fm. There's almost 400 shows up there now, so you can uh, check those out, play them in, uh, at your convenience through your computer or their iPhone or Android app. And you can also share them via email and social media, which we encourage you to do so you help other folks learn how they can restore their health naturally. And then uh, 
Also, if you scroll down a little bit further, you'll see all the information about the shows we have, where they're at, how you listen, and all that. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to our um, uh, Facebook page set up for the show. Things are distracting me because I'm not in my normal studio. (laughs) And then lastly, at the very bottom of the page is the chat room. And we all know what those are for. So keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its uh, owners or sponsors, or any alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can do your own due diligence and your own research to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Uh, now, the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787, 614-426-8787. One last time, 614-426-8787. And uh, let's see here, what else was I going to say? Um, hmm, brain freeze. Oh, yeah, if you're on Skype, <laughs> you can uh, send a contact request to Sarge45ACP. That's S-A-R-G-E. The number's 45 and the letters A-C-P as in Paul. And um, when you do that, we will send a... Or, eh, I'm just brain freezing today. <laughs> oh, that's right. Just make sure that you mention that you're a listener and we'll get you approved. And then from that point on, you can call in anytime in excellent audio quality. So... <clears throat> And uh, I think that's pretty much it. Just waiting for John and Kathy and company to call in. Normally, this is Monday, so we usually uh, discuss uh, Rubilux and uh, whatever else happens to be going on. Right now, I got goobers in my throat. I'm having a hard time getting cleared. And uh, last week, uh, it was Thursday or Friday, somewhere around there, my main computer that I normally run the show from, being 10 years old, uh, looks like the video card gave up the ghost, and uh, I can tap into the files on the computer from my laptop through our network, but I cannot log into the computer and get anything to come up on the screen and run anything. So it's uh, causing some issues, so I spent a couple hours before the show this morning hooking up a monitor, an extra monitor, it's an old TV, flat screen TV, to my laptop. So I have enough screen space that I can put all the programs that I need to run the show. Quiet. Sorry about that. Jethro the Wonder Dog. Ah, there's John. Hey, John, how's it going? Hello, John. Hmm. That's interesting. Not sure what's going on there. Jim. Yeah, there you are. What's up? How you doing? Oh, John. Let's make sure the feed is going through here, right? Uh, Like I said, I've been trying to get things going here for my um, computer. Trying to make sure everything was set up right, and I thought I had everything right. John, can you hear me? Hmm. That's strange. Um, boy, I don't know what's going on here. I thought I had everything all set, and let's try this. Um, 
John, can you hear me now? Oh, I can. There we go. Yeah, there's a... Uh, I, my my main computer crashed on me the other day, and I was spending all kinds of time this morning trying to get everything hooked up so I could run it from my laptop. And I'm sitting in my dining room instead of up in my studio. Of course, my dogs just came out and started having fun, and Jethro the Wonder Dog has to start howling. <laughs> so may well, let's just show. call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, it's been a crazy day. And, uh, yeah, so now i got to try and figure out how I'm going to replace that computer. Any, know anybody that wants to buy about a quarter or a third of a Bitcoin? <laughs> oh, man. No, nobody wants to sell, and a lot of people don't want to buy. They're afraid to buy at this price for some reason. You know, we've been telling them all year since it was down at 3000 to buy Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Now they say, well, it's, I don't want to buy it now. It's too high. I said, you're nuts. You're just nuts. It's as low as it's ever going to be. <laughs> right. Uh, also, I find that a lot of people are in a cash shortage. Yeah, yeah, and that's where I'm at. I'm in a cash shortage. Luckily, I've got Bitcoin, and uh, I. Um, you don't need cash to buy a computer, uh, really. You well, can get anything you want with Bitcoin. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I've been doing some research. I actually found a um, a website where it's called AWB. It's Apples with Bitcoin. <laughs> The, the only downside is it's in the UK. And well, there's some other places. Check out the refurb sites. That's what you should buy anyway. Well, I have, but I haven't found any that will take Bitcoin. <clears throat> I have That's one surprising. company in Florida that I've been dealing with for 10, 15 years. So they got great stuff, but they don't have the one I want as a brand new model. It's, they're not available oh. in refurb. Well, yeah. check out Purse.io. What's it called? Purse.io. Purse P-U-R-S-E. Okay. That's a site where um, you can actually get a discount on some products. Uh, it's it's related, I think, to Amazon employees that uh, get gift cards and stuff. You okay. can you can use your Bitcoin to buy stuff. A lot of people in Venezuela have been doing that through there. Hmm. And uh, then what happens is, is the shipment goes to Miami. For I mean, this is for Venezuela. Uh, the shipment goes to Miami, and then there are boat people that uh, take it down to Venezuela and bring it into the country. Huh. Interesting. That's what they've been surviving on with Bitcoin. Cool. Yeah. I'm so it takes a, a little research. You know, I haven't really been looking at that area for quite a while. Uh, but computers are, are, you know, techie stuff, and it, and Bitcoin's related to computers. So I know that there's going to be lots of places you can get uh, computers. A Dell computer certainly does it, but you don't want that. You want a, You probably want a Mac. Yeah, I want a Mac. I want an iMac Pro, and uh, the. That's well, I think you're going to be able to find it because there are an awful lot of people out there that are in the business of computers that are dealing in Bitcoin. I know they are. Yeah, well, like I said, I found this company in the UK that they uh, say there's a seven-day shipping from there to here, and that's faster than I can get it from Apple right now. Uh, well, they would do that. Well, the problem is, is I'm nervous about sending them 0.35 Bitcoin and then say, hmm, we're not real. <laughs> Well, you can check them out. Well, that's what I've been doing over the weekend. I've been checking, and the, the site's two years old, so it's not something that's, uh, um, you know, they've been around, and uh, so that that's a plus. You know, normally if it's a scam, it's it wouldn't have been there that long. And they I'm sure that if you did some research on, you know, these websites that rate companies. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. So far, I haven't found anything either way, good or bad, which I guess is okay. 
but uh, well, you're, yeah, you're really interested in complaints. Yeah, and so far I haven't seen anything yet. So I sent them an email the other day. I'm just waiting to see if I get anything back from them. And, Have you checked with the new egg? I haven't looked at them lately. I've never I, in the past. I don't remember them having Max, but I can look into that. Well, you know what? You can call them, and they might know who does. That's two too. Yep. Just say you guys uh, handle Max yet? No. Do you know anybody that does sell Max? Uh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, call a local Max store. It says I need to buy online. Who can I buy from? Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, the sad thing is normally with uh, with Apple, I can order it from them and have it in a couple of days. But for some reason, I don't know what it is, they're running real slow. And if I was to order the same model, it would be the middle of September before I got it. Which, you know, now that I've got things set up here, um, I was not real happy about having to run for my laptop as I had to hook up a separate monitor to this thing just so I had enough uh, screen space to have all the programs running. <laughs> you want the MacBook Pro, right? No, I want the iMac Pro. It's a brand, it's a, basically, it's a Pro model computer that they built into an iMac that basically was to answer all the things for heavy-duty uh, video and production and graphic design people and all that kind of stuff, super high-end processors, very mm-hmm. fast. Um, but they're they're about they start at five thousand dollars and go up. <laughs> and the neat thing is, this company in the UK, um, because they're dealing with Bitcoin, they give you a discount of about eighteen percent, and they throw in some software that um, normally you'd pay about five hundred bucks for. So, well, I grab it. Um, Amazon's got an iMac Pro twenty-seven inch, ten core Xenon processor, thirty-two gigabyte for five grand. Yep, that's it. That's the one. And uh, but these guys throw in 500 bucks worth of software, and you get um, instead of just the mouse and keyboard, you get the extended keyboard with the numeric Sold. pad and the uh, <laughs> uh, you get the mouse, the mouse and the uh, touchpad, which is you know they do a nice job of putting it together, and it sounds like a sounds like the real McCoy. It's not like they're just putting stuff together to freak people, you know, make you know lead people on. They they got accurate information. So I think the other thing is you probably got a big break, uh, you know, because the dollar's going down exactly. like crazy. Yeah, they buy it wholesale, and because they know Bitcoin's going to go up, so they give you a break on it. And well, that's what I've been preaching yeah. all along to businesses. You know, oh, yeah. people go get your partners, and you know, give people a discount so they buy in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Absolutely. only other thing is I'm, what I'm thinking about doing is getting a hold of Apple and find out whether they'll accept um, Union Pay. So if that's the case, I may just hold off until I get my union pay card and okay. know, get it through them. But uh, uh, they should, you know, most merchants do. Eighty percent of the merchants worldwide do accept the union pay card because they've got seven and a half billion cards out there, Jim. Yeah, I know. You got, you got people all over the planet using it already. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not something they don't know about. Yeah, that's. A, I haven't checked their website. I don't know if it would say that, or if I have to contact them directly, or what. But uh, that's my other option. But again, if I do if I do that, if I get it through Apple, it's still mid September before I get it. So I could probably. Well, I'd go with the England guy. Yeah, I've ordered stuff out of England before. I, I haven't had any problem. Yeah, I probably will. I'm just uh, just a little on leery, just because you know once you hit the send button on a Bitcoin transaction, you're, you're a typical Bitcoin <laughs> buy and seller. There, they, <laughs> they, they. Uh, they they're always they're so worried about you losing it they don't use it. Yep. That's the first thing that goes through your mind, I'll tell you. 
I I'll tell you what I I bought some stuff uh, with Bitcoin and I contacted the company and they took Bitcoin on and I said I want to pay with Bitcoin and they sent me back a uh, uh, um, um, an amount and a mm -hmm. number. Yeah, they don't address it right on the website and I'm sure when you place the order they say send it to this address and right. uh, you know it's I yeah I can't see any reason not to do it I mean, it's just the the nervousness of you know, once it once you hit send, it's gone. <laughs> That's right. It is. It's cash. Yep. yep. It's like cash. Yep. So. Which is why we're all anxious to get our cards. I, I'm expecting mine today. Oh, are you? Yeah. That's cool. Hopefully, I'll have it activated and and uh, see what I'm going to do with that. And uh, waiting for the wallet to get stuck in there. I don't know what Andy's plan is. I'm going to try to talk to him today about that and see where we are. Yeah. But. Uh, it's time for this uh, th this whole uh, Rubylux thing to get moving. Yeah, we got a lot of people out there that want to get moving with this thing, and um, you know, I a lot of people are just scratching their head, wondering where it all is. You know, right? We've already scratched all Andy's hair off, so you can't really get get to him anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I got to hand it to him though. He's he's taking his time and doing it right, so that there, you know, when it comes out, it opens, it works the way it's supposed to. And uh, good things are worth waiting for. Well, but still, <laughs> we've been waiting a while. I, I think it's neat. We need to accelerate it. Yeah, we just need to get things moving here because uh, you know the world's not waiting for us, right? That's true. I mean, he would have been first mover in a lot of areas here. You know, if he'd gotten it on the ball. You know, I, there there really is the the so-called COVID thing, which has screwed up everybody, and uh, they didn't need to screw them up, but they did it intentionally. Uh, their powers that be are creating as much havoc and as much problem as they can create in the country, and it's not going to stop. I don't think it's even going to stop after the election. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, when the election happens, this is just going to keep things going that much more. Um, I think regardless of what I, happens, I agree. either side. I'm going to tell you, if anybody's listening here and they off. have not filed their paperwork, even me now, I'm accelerating my stuff now. I've done most of the research in... You know, there's a lot of situations uh, that are a little bit different. That I have to deal because I'm ex-military, right? Retired military, so I got to, I got to do some extra paperwork on that. But I'm just gonna pull the trigger on some papers, and um, I did file with the IRS in, in 2013, but I didn't file with Secretary of State. So I've just been a quandary whether I should just use that paperwork again and use it, or just file new papers. And I think I'm gonna do new papers and update it and you don't have to get your passport or anything else like that you just need to get it filed yeah that's uh, i don't know if you were listening to roger's show this morning a little bit about uh the, he told us daryl was telling the story about a um, census worker that came to yeah. the door that, yeah i did hear that that was really good <laughs> well i had i had a similar situation really yeah um because uh, nobody here is is part wants to be part of the census in any way, and uh, uh, we no need to because it's for residents, right? And so they, they, the guy came to the door wanting to uh, talk about it. He was a census guy, and, and I just says, uh, I, I, "You're not you're talking to the wrong guy because I'm not res." And he says, "Well, that's okay. You you, you don't even have to be a U.S. citizen." And I says, "It doesn't matter." I says, "I'm not part of the program. I'm not going to sign it. I'm not going to do anything with it." Well, when is the resident going to be here? I have no idea. <laughs> See, there are no residents. <laughs> he says, um, 
can I ask you a few questions? I says, no. <laughs> he says, he says, well, he's getting real frustrated at this point. Yeah. And um, uh, he's getting, he says, well, what if I just leave the paper here, you know, and uh, you can throw it away if you wanted to. I says, uh, fine, no problem. Yeah, just drop it on the ground there. And, um, you know, if, if it's there when I come out sometime, I might do something with it. <laughs> I went out the door later after he left. There was nothing there. It was gone. Imagine that. <laughs> so he filled it out himself. <laughs> Actually, they're, what they've been saying, too, I've been looking at some of the paperwork that's coming through, and they've been saying that um, they just want to know if a body is there. Right. Well, they don't even they care really have a right anything about anyway. it. Anything. They just want to know if a body's there. And uh, that uh, that is not part of the census stamp thing. So there's, you know, they also have all these questions they keep adding to the census. I mean, it's a real interrogation process. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that that's a good deal. Which brings me back to why we want to be with Ruby Lux and get our money in Bitcoin. I don't know if anybody has been following Zero Hedge. If you're not following ZeroHedge.com, you guys are missing a lot of good information about the economy and and different situations around the world. I find that that's a, a, an extremely informative, uh, well-written pieces, and it changes by the minute. And uh, the Drudge Report is somebody somebody's hijacked Drudge, man. He, he just posts everything uh, supporting COVID cases, COVID cases. It's my understanding. I think he sold it or something. I don't know I what he did, but it's ago. not the same. Yeah. It's not the same website anymore. Definitely compromised. I, I think so. And who cares about COVID cases? Nobody. It doesn't matter. Everybody on the damn planet has got a herpes virus, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. You can have a COVID virus. It doesn't mean it's gonna, anything's going to happen. As a matter of fact, we have a lot of viruses. I think they probably don't even, they come and go, you know, periodically. Right. So uh, the, the narrative, you know, it's the people are not pushing back. And, and you know what? They're not even waking up. Most of them are not doing any research. They don't want to hear anything. They just want to be left alone. And uh, that's, that's the frog in the kettle that's being heated. Or frog, frog in a pan, you know. Eventually you, you get, you finally, you don't do anything to take care of yourself or find out what's going on or do some research or listen to somebody at least, you know. Uh, I, I had a situation yesterday where I was in a room helping somebody with some uh, audio equipment because I know how to do all that stuff and uh, got it all hooked up and, and a priest walked in and says, I, listen, uh, Bishop, if so-and-so priest or something, the Archimandrate guy, the guy in charge, said he uh, has been seeing that people aren't wearing masks on the video. <laughs> but that's a freaking impossibility because there's nobody up there without a mask in the video area, right? Uh, I'm not there. But I, he says we want everybody to wear a mask. He's talking to me. I know he's talking to me because I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> everybody else is. And I looked at him. I says, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm never going to wear a mask. The mac I'm trying to avoid people with masks. All it is is a germ bag. Yep. And uh, finally, one of the women that were there, who I've been talking to for a while, she says, you know, I heard some doctors saying exactly that. As soon as you touch your mask or anything like that, it's in trouble. I says, exactly. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I tried to say, you know, so-and-so over there, 
all he's constantly readjusting his mask and touching his mask and pulling it away from his face and changing this and changing that and everybody else is doing the same damn thing right yep. so they're spreading their germs all over the doggone place <laughs> it's just freaking crazy yeah you know people just don't understand it you know and that's the thing if if there was a study out there that showed that masks work don't you think they would have rolled that out? CNN and MSNBC and everybody else, they'd be having ticker tape parades. We've got the study, you know, this is the science, you know. Well, I have experience doing surgery. I was first assistant on most of the orthopedic yeah. surgeries from 1970 to 1972 mm-hmm. at Mark Air Force Base. Yep. And uh, I worked directly for four orthopedic surgeons. Yep. I know exactly the process. I know why we wear the masks. All of it. Yeah, so it's the there to keep the uh, stuff from falling into, into the, the sterile wound. field. <laughs> no, it's there to keep the stuff, stuff from falling into the wound. But the right. fact is, is they've done research lately, and they have found that wearing the mask or not wearing the mask, the infection rates were exactly. the same. It doesn't make any difference. That's what I've been saying for the last six months. Is even in surgery, right. masks are pretty much unnecessary. You know, you'll never exactly. get people to stop doing it, but. It's not going to do any good. Well, I, I personally it would still do it in surgery anyway because I have a mustache, right? Oh yeah, and you don't want little things I, falling in there and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I you know, and and uh, I had a mustache back then, and I, I don't see any problem in surgery because I'll tell you right. what, it's sterile. We're not <laughs> moving our hands from the sterile field. Mm-hmm. We're not touching our face. We're not touching our arms. Exactly. We're not touching anything that is not in the sterile field. Right. Period. Exactly. And even if somebody says, hey, you did that, you know what? Comes off. You don't argue about it. You say, oh, you you change your glove, you change your gown, right? You don't, there's no arguments. It's a well oiled team that's Mm -hmm. doing surgery. We had another guy we brought in there to help. You know what he did? (laughs) He said, no, I didn't. I said, you did, you did. It's not a problem. Just change it. Don't worry about it. you're, You're not accused of anything, you just change it. Yeah, and uh, he says, "Well, I didn't do it." So here we are stopping surgery, arguing with this guy. He was removed from the operating theater that moment. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of here. Yep, that was the last time we brought him back. <laughs> it's nuts. It's absolutely. It is. Nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, which again brings us to Ruby Lux and the ability to do Ruby Lux without a mask. <laughs> yeah, you can do it from the comfort of your own home on your computer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very anxious to get this thing moving because uh, it's got such potential. It is so different than everything else out there. And the the cool thing about the way it's designed is is that you can make money doing pieces of it. You don't have to do the whole thing. You know, you can make money like six different ways with it. Uh, there's the, the, the card, the debit card itself on the wallet. You can just bring people in for 10 euro and let them use the wallet and um, buy the card and... You know, you could do that over and over and over again. It's it's something nobody else will have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can um, br- uh, get merchants to start coming into the program. Now, I haven't. That's not laid out yet. He hasn't given me the instructions on all how to do all that stuff. But every time the merchant makes a sale, you get some set. You get a percentage of it. You get you get one percent of it. How many merchants yeah. you want? Yeah. But I think what's got me kind of excited is the Ruby Lux Lotto. Now. We were supposed to have gaming where everybody could play uh, the games like like we've been talking about. There's a company we've been looking at very closely that does something similar, but they just locked in on one game. They, they don't, they're not doing all the stuff that, that Rubylux is doing. Mm-hmm. But we were supposed to have a whole arcade system in there. And I, he wants to phase in a piece at a time. And I'm, I think we should be doing two and three pieces at a time. 
uh, I'd like to see not just the the uh, side where he's doing the root, the lottos and the the, uh, the raffles and the kino stuff. Uh, although that has got a huge market, th that's really big. It's as big as the other gaming stuff out there, and it brings a lot of money to so to the program. And nothing wrong with doing that. But um, these other games too are that people play. Uh, you can make money with that too. So you can concentrate just on the gaming side. Now I like the Ruby Lotto. This is going to be an internal lotto. Uh, it's going to be based, and the the amount of payments will be based on the. Um, uh, size of the group as it grows, it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger, and the, the award will roll over. If nobody wins it on that week, it'll roll over to the next week. But the neat thing about that is, is that because it's not a uh, an external lotto, you, you don't have the publicity, you don't have uh, the reporting requirements, and all of that because you're getting paid in Bitcoin. And um, so when you win the lotto, you, you get 60% of the winnings personally. Um, now, where can you really make money with this thing? You you bring in uh, many members. You get them the $10 membership, and you get them in the program and let them start playing the lotto in there. And, you know, let's say that you've got several hundred people that you've referred. Well, every time they win a lotto, if they win, you're going to get a commission off the other 40%. So, for example, if it's a $100,000 lotto, and you, one of the people that you referred got, got into the program, uh, or actually even in your downline someplace, um, if you're in line on, on the unilevel side, you, you actually get a percentage of that 40% coming in. So the more people that you bring in, um, you know, some of those people are going to be hitting that lotto. You can get some pretty big yeah, checks. You can get a check that's off a hundred thousand dollar deal just just as a check on the on the commission side. You can get a twelve thousand dollar check at the thirty percent commission level. Hmm. Even ten cool. percent is four thousand. Oh yeah. Well, that's a pretty good payday. Mm -hmm. Not bad. And the thing is, is a guy only has to spend the ten to ten euro to come in to <laughs> and play the lotto. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Now, do they have to have the? Uh crown tokens for that or is it, what do they use? Yeah, yeah they're going to have a crown token okay. you know but when they join they they, they they buy the crown tokens from mm -hmm. you cool and that's commissionable and that also gives you points and that lets you generate money you could spend all day doing that kind of stuff and and do I think that this has got legs I do and why because I watch people play bingo yeah I used to do that <laughs> not play it but watch it <laughs> I used yeah. to work special duty and I'll have the bingo games in town and oh my goodness. Well again at church where we people. were before the COVID <laughs> thing came about, you know, at church we were doing a bingo thing. Yeah. And I would go over there and help support them in the kitchen, you know, making hamburgers and selling right. know, stuff through the window. Yeah. And uh, I noticed something, man. This is amazing. this was crazy to me. <laughs> All of the tables that we had set up for them were actually taped off. People had their specific exactly. position where they sat, and by God, if you got in that oh, spot, yeah. they were hardcore. <laughs> They'd come in. I mean, they were anal retentive about that stuff. <laughs> it's funny to watch. But yeah, they. Well, it's damn and... serious, man. I mean, some of these women were going, getting ready to go to oh, blows yeah. over it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it, and the thing is, is that they spent a lot of money playing it. Mm-hmm. They did. Now, they, you what, guys don't allow for, smoking in there now, do you? Oh, no. 
I'll tell you, back in the days before the no smoking stuff, mm-hmm. you go in there in these halls, it would be just like a cloud of smoke floating above everybody. <laughs> well, it's just like Vegas. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think that that's exactly why they started building the high ceilings in the uh, yeah. casinos. Right, because yeah. it used to be the ceilings were only like an eight foot ceiling in a in a casino, mm-hmm. and it got hot in there because of all the machines running and and uh, you know people smoking. Still, if you go to Ellis Island over there, where a lot of the locals go, mm. uh, it's right behind the MGM, off the Strip. It, it's a nice little place. They have a tremendous restaurant there. People the steak dinners over there. People really just rave about. It. Um, there's still a lot of smoke in there. Wow, they still smoke over there. So. Uh, I my wife smoked and I did too, so I didn't. It didn't bother me too much, but after a while, when you don't smoke and you've been in that environment, it can bother you for a long for a oh, while, yeah. unless you can get in fresh that. air. <laughs> but the point is, when people are willing to spend the kind of money that they spend to play bingo mm-hmm. for a five hundred dollar pot, okay? Yeah, imagine what they do. For well, this. how about spending that kind of money to spend for a hundred thousand dollar pot or bigger? Yeah, right. Of course, it's not bingo. It is. It's a lotto program, but the other thing is, is keno. Apparently, people play keno for fun. <laughs> well, I guess it's all for fun, right? Fun and money. <laughs> I don't but know they do. do it if there there's, wasn't there's a, chance a market of winning. for that. <laughs> and then, and, and then, and when people join as a member, they pay the ten euro. If you sell them the ten euro, that ten euro goes in your pocket. It doesn't go in a commissionable thing, and. Um, they come in and take advantage of whatever's available at the, in, in the Ruby Lux at the time. It's, it's ideal for what's going on here. It's also ideal for people that really have are concerned about what their economic situation is going to be because we're not an expensive deal. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars to come in to do this thing. You can just get started by getting a membership and start getting involved in it and seeing how it works. Uh, I, I, I think it's the perfect animal. Now, the other side of gaming, the other thing that we're looking at, too, is people are under a lot of stress. People like to play games and things because it reduces their stress. I'm hearing that puzzles are being sold out all over the place. People are sitting around doing family puzzles and things like that uh, for entertainment. But if you read the economic news, we got serious problems coming on. And and, and Tifa doesn't seem to be slowing down whatsoever, and powers that be don't seem to be willing to stop them. So, uh, we're heading into a brave new world here. Yeah. Crazy. I, I don't see. I don't see us coming back to, to, to uh, pre times. Yep. Nope. I uh, I agree. I I got a feeling that these people is. Oh, I can't wait until it goes back to normal. <laughs> My daddy used to say, "Wish in one hand and poop in the other, and see which one fills up first. You know. I know. You know who says that a lot? <laughs> who? <laughs> Kathy Bale. Who? <laughs> Kathy Bailey. Oh, <laughs> does she? I'm talking, and she's you know throwing that at me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> My dad used to throw it at me all the time. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here we go. Learn not well, to say I Kathy, wish much. <laughs> Kathy's a country girl. You know, yep. she's a Colorado girl. She's done every doggone thing there is to do over there. I think. Pretty much. My family is interesting because half of them was in the south, and the other half was in the north. Mom is from the south and dad is from the north. Wow. And uh, I used to fight the Civil War every time I went down there. (laughs) (laughs) My cousins used to call me a damn Yankee. (laughs) So I had to call them a dirty rib. Of course. 
and we would go round and round. I, I didn't know what to do with it at first. And one of the one of the mothers down there just said, "Well, call him a dirty rug." Yeah, and then you just so start playing I, around with it. And, <laughs> wait, yeah, fix being. See, those are the good old days. <laughs> those those were the the ones. Who was the famous artist? Is Newman? You used oh, to write the covers, do oh, the paintings. Yeah. Um, oh, what was his name? Uh, did for Saturday Evening Post. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh shoot, what was his name? I thought it was ended in Newman something. I can't remember what his name is right now, but he always had these these idyllic kinds of pictures, of situations, right. uh, and a lot of them dealt with South, things like that, old times. And also, people are thinking about the old Christmas cards, right? People in Southern California sending Christmas cards with snow on them in the front. Pictures of right, you know, sleighs, yeah, sleigh yeah. bells and things like that, you know? Norman Rockwell. That's Norman Rockwell, that's it. Yeah, yeah, well... You can send a snow card. You're in, you're in Ohio. Oh yeah, <laughs> not right now, but in a few months. <laughs> uh, I can send. I can everybody's, send the, uh, mud card right now. Yeah. Everybody's wishing for the white Christmas kind of thing, and uh, you know, one of these days, my dad says, "Well, it didn't snow in Bethlehem, you know." This is true. <laughs> which was kind of funny. But anyway, back to Ruby Lux here. I once this is going, different parts of it are up and running. It's going to accelerate. I don't think it's going to slow down. Uh, the store side is really, uh, we're, we're very interested in seeing the store side get operational in there in a hurry because we would like to bring in local merchants and see how we get that set up and going. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to uh, get more information too, and we'll try to, to talk about some of that tonight when we get on the meeting, if anybody wants to show up for that. But a lot of people have been you know, busy doing other things with this uh, virus stuff going on, interrupting everybody's life. And yeah. some of the people there really need to make money, kind of like we do. And uh, they're off looking for other things at this time. So can't blame them, yeah. right? Yeah, and I uh, I realized I missed Thursday's uh, call with Andy again. As the thing starts right as I'm ramping up my show and... I get in the way of you know, getting the uploads done and all that stuff, and I totally forgot about it. And I was, oh, man. i got to try and set my alarm or something for this week. What's what's real interesting to me in that meeting is because it's it's an international meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Right now it's mostly Africans that are down there, but there's other right. countries coming in now at this time. Um, what's interesting to me is the uh, excitement by these people as seeing a real opportunity here to get in front of as opposed to um, waiting to do it. And people are sitting, a lot of people are saying, well, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, or I'm waiting to do this and do that. You know what? If you remember where Amazon started, it was Bezos in his garage with a bunch of books and just a table. Um, if, you, if you look where Apple started or yeah. a lot of these other places started, it was in the garage doing stuff. And who would have invested at that time, right? Mm -hmm. But some venture capitalists finally saw what these guys were doing and the potential for it, and they got involved. That's what you have here with, with Andy's program. They say within five years, uh, they expect, as a minimum, they're going to have 100 million participants in a worldwide basis. This is not just for the U.S., Oh yeah. What, now these guys in Africa see it. I think he's going to be in. Huh? 109 countries I think they're looking for well, or looking to. I 
I'm just telling you, hundred. I, I say 109 countries. And the reason I'm saying that is because Andy's been involved in international business for quite a number of years. He knows a lot of people in a lot of different places. Yeah. And he's not opening it up to all those places yet. He's trying to get all the pieces together, make sure everything is working, and then he's going to start expanding it. But I'm noticing already, uh, you got people here, you got people in the Africa area, and you got people, there were some Australians on there, New Zealanders on there. Uh, so I noticed that it's going to start growing, and um, these people really are uh, recognize that they're in the in the front of an, a company that's getting started, that they can get in for very little money to get it going, and they can start making money right now, just simply because we're looking for the core team that's going to take this thing and run with it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody helping everybody else. It's not about there's. We're not a we're not a structured downline kind of thing where we got a heavy leg and everybody wants to be on a power leg. It doesn't work that way at all. It's not a balanced situation on the binary side because there's two pay plans in there. There's the the unilevel side where you can bring in as many legs as you want. Doesn't matter. There's no restriction and you can bring them in from any of these. You know, if they speak English right now, they're 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 probably they're in because <laughs> 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 it's it's all done in English. Oh, yeah. And all the Africans down there are most a lot of them are speak English, of course. And then they've got teams that don't, mm-hmm. so they're they're retranslating everything and putting it over into those teams. And I know we've got. Um, I'll just I tell you right now, we have more people in Africa signing up than we do here. I can believe it. Yeah, they know what's coming. They can see it. They know when they need an opportunity. Their their economies have been up and down so much for so long mm-hmm. that they're they're able to sniff out a good deal. Here, we've had it too good for a while. Now, exactly. everything is going down the tubes, and people are afraid to do anything. They're kind of in that situation with uh, Pavlov's dogs. Do you remember that study? Oh, yeah. You know, finally, the dog just didn't know what to do. He just stood there and quivered, mm-hmm. you know, didn't know whether to do could go or not. <laughs> so, I think that that's the kind of situation they're creating here, because with, with the COVID thing, everything they're doing was wrong. Oh, yeah. I heard there was a, a, a an indictment of Fauci, a secret indictment about Fauci, before its news is putting that out. Do you know about that? I know that there's been lawsuits going on to get rid of him. Um, I haven't heard any, any indictments yet, but it wouldn't surprise me. I would love to yeah. see it because he's got definite conflict of interest, and there's got to be some criminal uh, activity there just because of his uh, financial things and the information he's putting out and the lies. Well, we've got some problems. Uh, Virginia's saying they're going to mandate vaccines for yeah. everybody. Um, yeah. You know, this is where people need to wake up now and get serious about looking at their status because we know there are two statuses here. That is not open to question. Right. Uh, except that the people, as they begin to wake up, they're still saying the same thing. Well, is there any downside for doing it? What do you mean a downside? How could you be downside if you're going to go back to freedom away from the slavery you're under now? You really want them punching you with crap that's no good for you? Really? Um, yeah. You know, you uh, can get out of it just by changing your status. Yeah. Hawaii just mentioned like, next, uh, as soon as they have a vaccine, or at least, you know, next year, if you don't have record of being vaccinated, you can't leave your house. <laughs> I'm going to have to sell my timeshare because I don't think I'm ever going back. No, I'm not. I don't see going back to Hawaii at all with the bullshit that they're doing over there. Um, you know, 
this is Ruby Lux again. You yep. could do this from your house. You don't have to do it from. You don't have to go to an employer that wants to force you to wear masks and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in a store the other day. Just went in there to buy some yogurt. Okay. Walking out, the guy. As you get you're done with the transaction, they say, you know, next time you got to wear a mask. And I said, uh, no, I don't. I says, I got a medical. <laughs> and then I looked at him and I says, well, pretty soon this will be over. He says, I damn well hope so, man. I'd like to breathe again. Take your mask off. <laughs> well, he can't because the employer will fire him. Yeah, it's, yeah that's the thing that gets me is people, you know, I feel bad for the employees, but some of them got to grow a pair and start holding their feet to the fire. You know, And they did it at Home Depot. You know, Depot. You know the, a lot of the employees there rebelled. I still see people working in places like that where they're doing heavy work and they're still wearing a mask. Yeah, it's asinine. <laughs> it's asinine. You know, another place I see that is Costco. You know, these guys all shagging baskets out there? Mm-hmm. Yep. See, other companies grew up. They got the automated machines. Yeah. And they got the automated returns, and they just run the machines. They, the employees aren't out there huffing and puffing trying to push all that stuff. But yeah. uh, I guess if you wanted a company that would actually get you fit and buff, go to work for Costco. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. We don't need to pay for a gym membership. <laughs> no, that's for sure. They make you work. Well, we're, we're on our way. We really are. And uh, I know it's been a long haul, but people need to be buying your stuff, Jim. And the only way they're going to be able to do that is if they have money. And the only way to really generate money that you're going to be able to own and control is to have Bitcoin. Uh, people are all excited about Ethereum and all the other things that are going on out there. But you guys all have to remember something. Nobody is in charge of Bitcoin. All of these other programs have somebody, which is a point of failure, where they can go and apply pressure. And change the program. And change the program. Yep. It, the, the Bitcoin system, the way it's run with this board of people that have to submit proposals, it's, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. These guys fight back and forth tooth and nail and um, for their positions, and only the really good stuff comes out and, and makes changes. Bitcoin doesn't need to be super fast. People think that uh, you know well, their credit card is fast. They don't realize that that credit card doesn't settle for thirty days. Yeah. Right. They say, "Oh, instantaneous transaction. It's done." No, it's not. Now there can be all kinds of problems between now and thirty days. I noticed that when you make a bank deposit, it may show up in your balance right away, and they may honor it, but they don't have to because it's at least seven days before it posts. I, I my bank sends me your your account posted today. Hell, I made that deposit days ago. You know they just don't understand how the system runs. <clears throat> it's it's inordinately complex, and because of that, a lot of people have just they specialized, right? That's when we, even when in business they say, you know, if you want to get good at something, you got to specialize, you got to focus. I mean, you know, uh, Rogers, the guy that's the famous investor, he said uh, if you if you want to get uh, Rich, you got to specialize in something. You got to target a particular market and work that market. You don't diversify all over the place. And again, that's a financial planner method for passive kind of stuff. And and, and actually, that was kind of invest, invented uh, invented by us as a form of protection, right? Because we don't want the guy to lose everything, so we got to spread his assets around to diversify to protect us. Yeah. Not them. Crazy. It is. But we got uh, we got the program going. Uh, cards are coming out. The wallet's going to get coming out next, and and then uh, things should start moving a little faster.
and I know that everybody and see, this is what Andy doesn't realize is the more people they get on now, more people are going to say, come on, Andy, come on, Andy. <laughs> faster, faster, go, go. you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the more people we bring on now, the faster we'll get it. If you sit on the wait on the sidelines, it's like everything else. You know, you're not making your house payments and you wait and wait and wait trying to find a solution. And finally, you get to the point where you can't catch up. Yeah. Right? Yep. Well, the same thing will happen to people here if they don't get in. Now, they're not going to be in front of the wave that's coming. If you ever wanted a passive income program, it's here. And uh, we're accepting enrollments. Now use when you want to enroll. Anyway, I don't have much else to talk about today, Jim. If there's oh. something else you want to bring up to cover. What do you think of Kamala Harris uh, not being a, a natural-born citizen? <laughs> I think uh, the state-level people start need to challenge the ballots. I think that would be interesting if people would start challenging the ballots in, in their states and saying, wait a minute. Well, it's getting better than that, Jim, because the people that are associated uh, with the American States Project, you realize you only need 75 people in any county to take it back to constitutionality. Uh, there are affidavits and things being signed by American nationals and state citizens ordering the de facto government to stop doing what they're doing. Uh, I can send you a copy of one. Yeah. If you'd like to see it. But the Nevada Assembly uh, is uh, to be very active. They just sent a four-page document to the uh, out to everybody in the uh, around the country to use as a model to, uh, you know, put the government back in its box because the current government is actually our employee. Yep. It's not it's not part of the original uh, government of the United States of America. And it's just that they have gotten into control. People have not paid attention. And um, we didn't have the means of communication that we had before. You know, there was that uh, McFadden, that Congressman McFadden. Yeah, Louis T. Louis T., who, who was doing a lot of speeches in Congress. But, you know, the average person never even heard it. They right. didn't even know who he was. They wouldn't. Yeah. But the powers that be knew, but they just knew they could keep going because there was nobody that's going to stop them. Yeah. And then you get somebody like Roosevelt in, and, you know, <laughs> he, he finally realized that he had a problem. Um, there's an actual book being offered by Ralph Winterrad that talks about Roosevelt and how he was getting run over by all the agencies they created because the agencies aren't responsible to individuals, just like the UN. It's another agency. The presidency of the United States is an agency. It's not part of the United States of America. Uh, people don't know this stuff, but it's there. It's all there. They just have to learn about it and what's going on. If they don't wake up and start moving, they're going to be under total slavery. Yep. They already are wage slaves. Yep. And they're becoming very dependent, you know. All of a sudden, uh, reparations are the new, uh, it's just another currency benefit. That's all it is. Exactly. Well, I'm thinking about it. Um, for anybody who's interested in joining in on the webinar, either tonight or uh, Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, you can go to uh, my regular website, scroll down until you see the little money tree picture, or you can just go directly to yourdiywealth.com, Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y-W-E-A-L-T-H, and click on the Rubilux tab, and it has all the information about the times, meet, uh, the locations, the links to the uh, Zoom room, the whole shoot and match, and uh, including the uh, codes to sign up if you want to do so. So uh, check that out. And uh, you'll find it interesting. John and Kathy do a great job of uh, explaining the program. And um, I think you'll find that uh, it's well worth your time to look at it. 
Another thing, too, is is that there is a gaming system that we're seeing that is not going to fit into the uh, Rubylux program, but it is just a gaming system, and we're looking at that very closely. Hmm. We Now, here's an interesting parallel. That company has been around for almost two years, mm-hmm. and they're just now getting their product on the street. That gives you but an idea. You, <laughs> it takes but let me tell you something. Things out. Let me tell you something. A thousand people a week are signing up. We took a position uh, when we first started looking in June, and we went back there um, recently. We were we were actually looking for gaming programs and systems that we could feed to Andy, you know, for things that we might want to be able to get into the program. And that's how we ran across these people. Uh, and we went back there and took a look at it. We had like uh, something like 8,000 8, people in the downline already. Wow. I mean, this thing is amazing. And uh, I don't think it's going to be part of Andy's thing. So I think it's something we might be able to use individually as well uh, in tandem with uh, Rubylux. Yeah, because you set things up in Rubylux for people to sign up and go do it. Well, we can't get it into Rubylux. I I don't think that's going to work. That's the way this thing is designed. It won't fit into the paradigm, right? Mm -hmm. But that does, it it, it doesn't mean it can't run parallel, right? Yeah, definitely. Let me let me put this perspective. When you go to the mall, there's more than one store there, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, the, all of the main tenants are all the same thing. They were all multiple kinds of department stores, right? You had May Company, you had Broadway, you had J.C. Penney, you had Sears. You know, all of these different companies were there as anchor tenants, but they all sold the same things, right? If you wanted a mixer, you could go to any one of them. If you wanted a suit, you could go to any one of them. Right. Well, there's no reason that we can't have parallel programs that are complementary to one another, um, but but different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we found one, and uh, I'll send you information on that, too. Cool. Can't hurt. No, it can't <coughs> hurt. Excuse me. Not at all. Uh, the other thing is, is that I'm seeing programs like this coming out. They are not expensive. They just aren't. It's easy for people to get involved with these things. Mm -hmm. But again, they're really just hitting the street now after two years or 18 months so far. Well, Andy's only been at this for like 10 months. So if you want a quality program, it takes time to put them together. But they're doing the same thing. Um, It was really odd. I was on a program with a number of people that got involved with it a couple of years ago. And... uh, they said the same thing that they were looking for the core group of people that were going to actually take this thing and run with it right i have never been in a position this is twice now where i've run into programs that are quality deals where we are at the genesis of the company but people here say oh no is it proven (laughs) you know is anybody doing this or doing that Mm -hmm. just like when studebaker went from making covered wagons to cars remember I didn't know they made covered wagons. Absolutely they did. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Yeah. Well, I spent all my time in South Bend for a long time. And that's where they were. And then, okay. then they had a pension plan. That's why ERISA came about, you know. Hmm. Remember, Studebaker left and went to Canada. Remember that? Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, they did. And when they did, they terminated their pension plan. Oh, and after that came about the ERISA, Employee Retirement Income Security Act, hmm. which started the IRA accounts. Okay. 
I've been around a long time. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember any of that. I, I remember my dad had a Studebaker when I was a kid. Hey, but, uh, Studebaker was a great car. It was a, a really good oil burner. Yeah, I'll be. And, and you know, it went through the chuck holes all, uh, pretty easy. <laughs> remember Studebaker Champ? Came out, looked kind of like, like an airplane going down the street. You know, it's got the two headlights in the round Ooh, thing yeah, in the middle. Yeah. Looks uh-huh. like some airplanes. Right. Those were great cars. Then they then they invented what was called the Lark. It was like a box. <laughs> I but they I've had some really one good ones. They had the Avanti sports car. Mm-hmm. They they had the Commander. Oh man, that little Commander was a, you know they were really ahead of their time. The public wasn't ready for them. That was that thing was a sharp little car. Mm. There, if you see them, if you go online and you look up a Studebaker Commander, go take a look at it. They're still around. Wow. You can get your hands on them. I saw the I saw something else the other day. It was it was a 1959 Ford, and the the Ford Fairlane came in different models. Mm-hmm. It came in a you know a regular four door or two door, but it also came in a convertible model, and then it came in a hardtop model, huh. and then it came in a model where the hardtop, the trunk area opened up, your hardtop fell back into the trunk area and closed it. Oh wow! <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Used to be fun to be in the car business. <laughs> I'm just looking this up. Studebaker Commander. They also had the Studebaker Hawk. There's a convert Commander convertible. Oh, yeah. Shoot. We're neat looking cars. Look up the Studebaker Hawk. Goodness. Do, do, do. That was a great car. I want a uh, a Hawk uh, auto gyro type. Oh yeah, that is a nice looking car too. Huh. Really? No, I'm telling you, it was great. You know, they, they just I guess mismanagement or whatever. It just went down the tubes, and but they really made great cars. Wow, pretty wild. Have you seen the Hawk um, gyrocopters? Man, those are sweet. No, I, I, you mean the auto gyrocopters, right? Yeah, it's uh, well, auto gyro is a company, but the gyrocopter uh, is a brand. I mean, it's a, there's one a called a Hawk, and it has a Rolls Royce engine. It holds like takes like uh, six or eight people. I think it's six passengers and two in the cockpit, something like that. Oh, 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 oh! It's there, yeah, they were talking about using those for um, taxi service in cities and stuff because they yeah. can land on buildings. The um, uh, INS and uh, Border Patrol use them. The nice thing, it's got a adjustable um, pitch prop, so you can actually do vertical takeoff with it. Um, but you know, well, uh, as I was looking at those, some of them do have uh, pitches on their props, even if they're auto. And uh, mm-hmm. the unit I saw that was powered, actually, you gave power to the vertical rotor first. That got you going, and yeah. then once you were up, then you transferred power to the forward thrust, mm-hmm. and it became an auto gyro. Yeah, I know about those. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are fantastic. That's yeah. very expensive, Jim. Yeah, that one's about <laughs> eight hundred thousand. <laughs> but uh, but you know everybody can get into gyrocopters. You know oh, that's yeah. not bad. Did you know you can actually buy personal helicopters? You don't need a license to fly. Well, that music came on hard. We're out of time. <laughs> I hate to say it, but uh, 
Everybody, take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care and God bless.